Hey guys, it's Bo, and this episode of the Rhythm Pyro Podcast is brought to you by Craig Co. Company Racks and my brand new One Shot Balls. Now, before you let your imagination run wild with that one, allow me to unpack it, if I may. AJ, Jamie, and I are huge connoisseurs of the modern single shot effect, and there's not a more reliable and configurable single shot rack on the market than the Craig Co. Mincom. Pair up any Mincom rack with my latest effect holder, the One Shot Ball, and you've got an inexpensive effect securing solution that allows you to hold single shot calibers ranging from a 22 millimeter all the way up to a 40 millimeter with a single holder. So stop stressing about spending hours whacking different diameters of pool noodle from your local Dollar General and save it for the fat kids and the old people at the YMCA. Head over to craigco.co, that's C-R-A-I-G-C-O dot C-O for your made in the USA Mincom racks and Bozy8823, B-O-Z-I-E 8823.com for my one-shot balls. Because unlike the other guys, these are American-made racks with balls. I can laugh away from the mic. No, I, I'm at 28.52. According to Jim Preeb, it's how many times do I laugh? <laughs> No. <laughs> Wait, what? Did I miss Wait, what? I missed that. What did I miss this? Yeah, he posted something about comment about how many times AJ interrupts, how many times Jamie could laugh at something. And how oh, many it was times, a drinking game or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a drinking game about, you know, how many times AJ interrupts, how many times AJ laughs. <laughs> At something, or how many times I laugh at something? I forget what he said about you. It's like, okay. How many times <laughs> Bo says the word configuration? Or uh, what did I say? What? Uh, no, it wasn't organization. It was what did I on the last podcast? I realized in the opening monologue, I'm like, holy shit, man! I said that word a lot, oh, dude. There was what was the one I was telling you about? AJ it was like, dear God, I said uh, um, when we were just. <sighs> Enunciate or something like that. <laughs> I don't remember to be whatever it was. Looking. I said it like six times within a couple <laughs> minutes, and then I was listening to the podcast again. I was like, "Well, AJ or Bo said that word like nine times, but it was spread oh, out it was over terrible. the whole podcast." <laughs> well, <laughs> like, yeah, there was. I uh, it was like thesaurus. <laughs> Or no, what project? Uh, product kit. I don't know. Product classification. That was it. It was product product classification. Because I listened to the open monologue and I was like, God damn. If we had a drinking game based on how many times I said the term product classification, holy shit, I would have been gone in Dude, 15 like, minutes. What's up, man? <laughs> so we're like, really, we really open it up and we're, um, really, really open it up and start getting hardcore. <laughs> When you're that drunk. So who are we shouting out to about the lamest whatever? What? what lamest, lamest podcast in Pyro? Us? Yeah, when you're when Amber said butt cheeks and Oh. Yeah. Oh. No. Uh that's not what she see. meant. Who was it? I don't it? care no, what I can't she remember. Meant. We were supposed to give somebody a shout yeah, out. Yeah, we were giving somebody a oh, shout out because yeah, they, they answered our joke. And actually what's you know what's pretty bad when the I only people something. that answer the uh answer the the question Are the, is <laughs> AJ's <laughs> wife and Caleb, I think. Uh but well, let me look. No, Chad was there too. 
Oh, that was it. What did Chad well, okay, say? So yeah, what did Chad say? I guess Chad doesn't count about? either. What but as, far as, <laughs> as far as the most engagement, that was probably the funniest of the three. And the only reason it was funny is because it's something it's we say in group chat all the time. <laughs> uh, so everybody else is looking at it going, well, that's just not funny at all. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, that's not a group. It is... Really? I had read Caleb's like 10 times. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite two were Chad. Chad's made me laugh pretty hard. And then Amber's made me laugh. Uh, not that Caleb's didn't. But... Rhythm, pyro. Podcast. Oh, it was, uh, your, ins- your, your insurance has expired on your submarine or something. Like that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, wait, what? Here we go. All right, let's go. Uh, let's see. Let's read through these. All right. Where Thursday, bad joke of the day. What's usually totally awesome, but won't air tomorrow because AJ and Jamie's out of town. We're all working on shows. Best stupid answer gets a shout out on the next podcast. And I vote. Let's see. Dane's. No flight lessons because both angels are in flight. Uh, I don't know. And then AJ had a, a straight back and forth with Amber, like they don't <laughs> talk enough at home. Um, we were doing that like five feet from each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I say he was probably showing her why he was typing it. I say, Chad. What are we talking what about? Exactly. What are we even talking about? Dad, congratulations. Just as Okay. Welcome to the Rhythm Pyro Podcast. Where Posey, AJ, and Jamie ignite your passion for pyro musical show design while testing the very limits of your capacity for stupid. Uh-oh. Uh, uh-oh. I'm not prepared for anything. That's what uh-oh means. That never happens. Okay. I'm so not prepared going at back all. to Chad for a second, that man yeah. saved me. Why? Like, because of the speaker issue I had before I left with Alyssa. Oh, I bought one of those. <clears throat> the Which one? QSC, the 12. K-12. Yeah. Did you plug My, it in yet? Uh, no. No. Oh, what the heck, man? What am I supposed to do? Now I don't have one. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what? When's your warranty up? Just blow it and then call Chad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. Uh, Probably shouldn't put that in a podcast. What? Well, I you sound actually, you know, hold on. Like, you? It, the, Does it matter? No, it ain't matter. Are you kidding me? I, this is backyard fireworks. Everybody's got a hook up. I don't know anybody. I don't know. Yeah, I know a guy with a me. lot of Craigco racks. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Who? You. Richard. Richard. <laughs> yeah, but I can't go I can't go all the way down to Texas to get racks though. That's the problem. Uh, and honestly, I'm not, uh, to be quite honest, I don't know that I, uh, would, I mean, you guys have seen the state of my racks. There ain't no way that, uh, you know, if, if one scratch means you got to buy the rack, then ah, huh, forget about, I'm screwed. It's going to get that thing back with, uh, uh, tape or something, the wrong kind of tape on it. And then boom. Hey, Bo. That's AJ's racks. You owe me a rack, dude. Um, don't, don't use the wrong tape. Bum, 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 bum. How's the uh, dry erase working? Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you when I get back to uh, 
back to the lake and was the label still not there. working out so well? No, what I mean, it about? wrote. So I sent Jamie pictures. I was so when we were setting, when I was setting Craigco racks, I would normally, you know, like I did it the, I did it the way with the princess tape this time. And I was doing it long ways and putting it across like two or three of those. Um, I would set an angle and then put a piece of princess tape on it and then write the, the angle and then kind of move on. But I took a dry erase marker and, you know, I, I gave Jamie's rack a nice buff down with some, some alcohol to make sure all the shit was off of it. But then I used the dry erase marker on the side of the aluminum and I was just writing the angles on the side of each of the tubes. Now my, what I think is going to happen is I'm going to get back to the lake and, you know, just in the process of picking stuff up and moving it out of the truck or out of the trailer, it's going to get rubbed off. That's my thought, but we'll see. Well, that's fine. I mean, you only need it for purpose of putting them in there. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of, there's a lot that happens in between getting it unloaded and then, you know, putting it somewhere and then throwing it in. The other thing I noticed too, when I was, when I was writing those on the sides of the, um, the chamber, was is it difficult? Uh, it's, I don't know that it's difficult. It's just, you try to, you're really conscious about where you put your hand. Cause you don't want to rub the, you don't want to rub it off. So that's the only hesitancy <laughs> that I foresaw. <laughs> Me and Jamie are in the same mood tonight. Uh-huh. I can tell. Uh-huh. Oh dude, this blows. I can't find my script. <laughs> Wait, what? My script. Oh, For the, the opening script. thingy, man. Uh, What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Rhythm, Rhythm Pyro, Pyro Podcast. Pyro Podcast. I am AJ. AJ. This is Bo. You're not doing it right. Uh, well, but that's fine. It sounded pretty fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> if AJ's uh, doing it, it's always right. Yeah, so we're going to um, we're gonna do... Oh, fuck it. We'll just move on. We'll get past it. Everybody Why don't knows you just listen is. to the podcast and write it down yeah, real quick? Uh, <laughs> write it, well, I got it in a Google Docs somewhere, but I don't know where I put it. Uh, uh, no, apparently. I, the reason I ask is I have white bow tape. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if the dry erase would work in a white bow tape, and I'll just leave the bow tape on the sides of the uh, racks. Of course, I would oh, need them on both the sides tape. of the tubes, yeah, depending on which way. Ooh, I got an idea. Were. I really have an idea. Check mm. this out. What if you painted the side, just a small little area, with some um, chalk, chalk wall paint? paint. Yep. Mm. And just click what, what is it? Chalk what paint? Chalk wall paint. Chalk wall paint. Hey, yeah, so what are you what are you gonna too. use is like a well right, but like I think the dry erase and we'll find out, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna just tell Nick, I guess, because I only did it on two racks with the aluminum. But mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna tell him there's anything on there. And with the with the full intent of I'm hoping that he grabs that rack and brings it out and it starts messing with it. Like, and cause once he messes with it and people, you know, get their, their hands all over it. If, if I come back and I can't read stuff and it's been like smudged off of the rack and you can't read the angle, then, you know, dry race probably isn't the best solution for that. Well, my thought is as long as it lasts long enough, to put the product in, I want it to disappear after that anyways. Yeah. Right. Cause I don't want to have to clean all the racks. We, we agree. Yes. <laughs> So that video that I sent you, all I did was take some rubbing alcohol and I threw it on, spritzed it on a thing and then wiped it off. And I'd like every single one of them came off and Except one swipe one. with the exception of that one that you now always have to keep it negative 60 degrees. So that's okay though, because as far as shitty degrees go, I mean, that's a really cool degree. 
to shoot a shot at if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> now, if it were something I've got a bunch super, of the 80s. like uh, you know ten degrees or something, it's like eh. I got a bunch of eighties this year. <laughs> <laughs> I did too this year. You'd be surprised though. Eighty doesn't really go as low as you would think it is. I mean, it's low, but it still it's still elevates. Eighty degrees. I had to. Uh, I had so many extreme angles that I had to have racks going negative and positive, which I don't normally do. Mm. Extreme negative and extreme positive. Yeah, are I did. to lick every step as you walk up them. Who are you talking to, AJ? I didn't oh. hear what he said. <laughs> Welcome to the Rhythm Pirate Podcast. I'm Bo. That's AJ, and that's Hola. Jamie. Oh. I know it goes blowing through it because it's like, I lost this thing and I'm like, Oh, I found it. Go squirrel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to the power podcast. I'm Bo. That's AJ. Hola. And that's Jamie. <laughs> What's going on? And we're hobbyists and semi-professional pirate show designers. We're big fans of the modern pirate musical. And this podcast is a place where we can get together, talk shop, talk art, share tips, tricks, and news and insights with you. Welcome. What's up, boys? Hey, hey, hey. So we're going to do, um, we're, we're going to kind of, we're going to blow through this one because it's uh, the star date today is June 27th. Uh, it's about 10 p.m. And I think all of us are hardcore. Prepping products. Super busy <laughs> at the moment. AJ's already got one show off the ground. Jamie's prepping his. I'm prepping the lake. Um, and I, for one, am really far behind. But I wanted to tell you guys, I do miss you. And I missed not having the podcast last week. Me I missed too. having Wi-Fi. Me too. That's why <laughs> was that not? Nice? <laughs> I was for saying, they were like, well, hold on a second. I didn't know you had Wi-Fi. I know AJ had she really shitty Wi-Fi. I had no I Wi-Fi, no cellular. I'm like, I couldn't even try to do a podcast if I wanted to. It was terrible. I'm sure Katie would love that if we went to a place that didn't have Wi-Fi. Well, I got the perfect cabin for you. Do you? We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. You wouldn't make it a day. We'll I wouldn't. He's actually. like, hey, I'm going to go get some coffee. I'll be right back, honey. So we're going to do a uh, community Q&A today. So what uh, what we did was kind of scour around on some of the Facebook groups um, and look for some some questions. And we thought that it'd be cool to kind of go through and, and answer some of these questions for people in the community. So what do you guys think of that? What are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about Justin McCoy on the Backyard Fireworks Facebook group. Yeah. Justin says, question, do you guys glue tubes into each rack or leave them loose? Pros and cons for either. Mm, glue tubes into racks? Oh, he means consumer tubes, mortar tubes. Yeah, I think, so the way I interpreted that question was... Do you permanently or in some way try to solidify your mortars into any rack? I guess absolutely not. No, yeah, Make and that really was kind of clean. Yeah. So now, I'll, if, the, I'll, if that is the way that question is meant, no, exactly. And I think I think that's how it's meant. But I read a few of the comments at the time. At the time that I took the snapshot of the question, there were only five people that responded, but. Um, one of the one of the first comments, like I, I think the consensus was, you know, there's no reason to to glue or affix mortars inside of a rack. Now, with that being said, I know one three companies that will they'll tack um, 
they'll tack a screw right into the bottom of the uh, the plug, plug of the mortar. Yeah, that's fine because you can still service it and replace the plug down the road. But if you glue it in, you're kind of shafted. Yeah, yeah. And I th- believe the reason that they do that, I guess, is for transportation sake. I mean, I just... When when we try to load a truck, whether we're doing it for OPAG in the 1-3 world or whether I'm doing it under the umbrella of uh, consumer fireworks with, you know, inch and three quarter mortars, my racks with the inch and three quarter mortars are not, you know, they're not affixed in those tubes. So if they get loaded the wrong way or we don't put the uh, the load lock and, you know, that piece of plywood that we have that kind of, you know, sits in front of those, those mortars, we try to load them in sideways. So if you have an instance where, oh my God, you hit the brakes really hard or you hit the gas really hard. You know, you, you're not coming back to a trailer full of mortars and empty mm-hmm. racks. Yeah. I think that'd be it. Either that or um, like certain racks that are V'd and such for the kick so they don't pop out or cause yeah. another one to jump out before it goes. Have you guys ever seen a, have you guys ever seen a rack that where the mortars physically jumped out of its home? Uh, I did actually recently, but it wasn't a wood rack. Was it a Kato or was it? No, no, no. I don't know if he wants me to say his name, so I'm not going to say it. You don't need to say his name. Just say, I know a guy. And then I just said that. Call him Steve. Call him Steve. Well, you can't. You got to tell me about what happened. (laughs) You can't bring it up and not talk about it. Yeah. It's a metal rack. Uh huh. Uh, Actually, I think you guys, I sent the picture to you guys where I was at. So it's a metal rack. Uh, I believe they were five inch. Yeah, they're five inch. And um, they physically jumped out of the, the spot that they were sitting in inside there. So it had like two stages, one up high and one down low. And when we came back over there, the tubes had actually jumped out of its little socket. Holy shit. Wow. That's fun. And they, so was it like a, on the metal racks at the bottom where the, was there a, was there a base or was base. it just, it was a wood, it was a wood base. That's weird, yes. man. Well, that that could be a good reason why commercial one, three actually throw the screw in there to make sure they're always stable to got a solid base that they're yeah, launching right. off of. I would imagine if consumers doesn't have as much force. Yeah. I would imagine if there's a rack where you have, you know, some kind of steel base or some kind of apparatus that just isn't wood, I would think that, you know, you might have some bounce to it. Right. And then when that gun kicks there, there might be a chance of it popping out, but like that's, that's pretty wild. Well, back to the drawing board, I suppose. <laughs> a I, maybe, screw on the bottom. Call it a day. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so this next one, I guess, is not so much of a question, but I think there is a question to be had in it because it was kind of a... I saw it as kind of a gripe. It got a lot of community involvement here. This is on Pyro U, uh, Facebook page. So it's Chris, uh, Coach Ross. And he goes... Uh, I agreed to do a show for a friend. I had everything planned out with products I was going to use to shoot off of two pontoon boats. His neighbor that usually pitches in on fireworks bought him over 25 random 500 gram cakes and some fountains. Now they want me to use them in the show. Super mad emoji face. Super mad emoji face. Super mad emoji face. Okay, so what I thought was kind of cool with this was since the podcast topics are usually design related, you know, if you have an instance like this where you show up at a backyard show and you're going to shoot and somebody just comes up to you and goes, uh, Hey, you know, here's a bunch of products rather than, you know, handing you like donation money or pitching in the hat. 
What do you do? What would you guys do? Demo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if so, if I was already, so I think I read on there that he had already picked his product out and everything. And this guy brought this stuff with him. So he was already bent his money, I guess, into the show. Is that how it was? Yeah, I think so. So if someone did that to me and already spent money, uh, I'd have been like, uh, I don't know. See, that's just a friendly thing. So I would probably have been like, oh, I already spent all that money, man. I don't know. So oh, man. pay me it- back. Is this no. on the day of the show? I mean, that's... Uh, that's I don't kinda, know. If it's a scripted show, that's a lot of work to try to just match all that. But I mean, me personally, I would do like a opener with a demo with that product if I needed to, just to appease them or whatever. And then yeah. do the actual show that I scripted. But I do full-on pyramusicals that, you know, take my entire life to prep. So... <laughs> reality is it's not getting added in the show entire life okay yeah i i think for a pyro musical it'd be it'd be extremely difficult to work that stuff in to the scripted portion of the show now if you have the luxury you know like you guys were saying where you have some kind of segment that you do like if you have a show where you know you're taking your pyro musical and you're shooting that later on or you know, at the end of the show, and then you have a body before that shit, throw it in the body, you know, take it's extra product can be, can be good or helpful. And I think that there was a decent amount of community involvement and replies on that post where people like, Oh, you know, try this or, you know, maybe, you know, set up some, set up some fronts or, you know, just find a place to throw them in. I mean, it's a very nice gesture of the person that, that brought the product, obviously, but if you have a scripted show and it's, something that's you know been set in stone for a while you know i probably wouldn't if somebody came to me and said hey uh, i got you this product but uh you know i want you to use it on you know your rafts out there or i want you to use it in you know the really cool show i'd have to tell them like i that's all that stuff's done man <laughs> i'm not gonna i can't go back and design that stuff in you know right. that's like step 215 <laughs> and we're on step 972 so that ship is sailed. I'd use that metaphor at the lake for sure. That position's already been closed up, boxed up, and matched. See ya. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, man. Just move on. Oh. But here's a lighter if you want to go out there and light it up. <laughs> <laughs> so back before I ever helped dad with the show, I'd you know, I'd go to Phantom or Shelton with him but when he was getting stuff and you know, he'd give me like uh I don't know. 50 bucks or something. Yeah. 50 bucks to go buy whatever I'd buy it. And then I'd pretend like I'm shooting a show uh, before his show. But in reality, no matter what I bought, he made me shoot it at like five o'clock. So you can see anything for one. And then nobody's paying attention. So I get so bent out of shape because I'm like, Hey, you people aren't watching. (laughs) This is my show. And then watch this, man. Watch this. Don't be a dick. My dad spent good money on this shit. Okay. (laughs) Right. That's right. Oh god. All right. Next question also comes from PyroU. It's from a contributor named Elm Street. Is that his real name? You figure? I, that can't be real. I would say no. Okay. Why not? I don't know. I'd be curious. I, just, I might ask this person. I just smell the really Elm Street. Eagle. Question from Elm Street. Okay, my fellow Pyros, I need some advice. Two really big exclamation point emojis. Oh boy. Safety should always be, always has been, and always will be number one in this amazing world of pyro. Absolutely. 
I'm in a pretty tight predicament though. I have nowhere to store my fireworks for the 4th of July this year. And my only option as of now is to just leave them in my car. My biggest concern is if they'll combust at any moment, especially living in Texas. Well, I would personally and have done it, rent a storage unit on site on my own personal property. Yeah, that's that's really tough, man. I don't know if you if you that's know not what he was asking. <laughs> well, I I mean he's I I would say as far as I think the direct answer to that question is don't do that. Don't storm in your car. Especially if you're driving said car. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would you can rent containers and on-site storage on your personal property. That's a, that's a safer bet. Yeah, but didn't didn't he say that he was going somewhere after he picked up the fireworks, so he needed him to just be in there for like the one day or something like that? I think I remember seeing that one. I mean, if you're not driving a car around overnight, it's locked. I wouldn't be too concerned about it. But long-term storage, no. I, I mean, a trailer, locked, secured, you know, an on-site, you know, container. You can rent those. That's much safer. I mean, consumers one thing, but still needs to be locked up. Yeah, I would be, I mean, I'd be hesitant to like, because like when he says car, I mean, I, I don't know what the, I didn't read the 55 comments that existed on that at the time that I took the snapshot, but why? I don't be, well, I don't know. Cause I, I didn't want to dilute my, uh, <laughs> dilute my answer. Like if I, if I start reading that and I get an idea of what everybody else is saying, I'm like, oh, You're okay, biased, well, Bo. I guess, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, if I drove the Camry someplace and you know, I had five or six cakes sitting in the back seat or in the trunk. Um, I I would feel weird, I guess, just kind of leaving them in there. I mean, I even tried not to leave stuff in the bed of the truck, even though I got a capped back on the truck. I don't want to. I don't want to leave that stuff in there. Now, I don't think my worry is it gets so hot that it's gonna like the black powder is just going to spontaneously. No, that's, that's not going to happen. It's more somebody you get in a wreck. Yeah. So my breaks in your car while you're at the store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, I, and I almost wonder if people would be like, Oh, okay, well what's the difference if you leave it in the trailer? Well, you know, a trailer storage is, it's like, a, it's basically like a storage unit with wheels. A yeah. lot of times. More stationary. Um, I, I'm, I'm thinking he's talking more long-term storage. So yeah. if it's a trailer, it's not being hauled around. It's at your house. That's safer than leaving it in your car that you're going to have to drive around that has gasoline in it. Or a battery. What do you think, ass- AJ? I don't want to assume. Mm, I don't know. If he, if he's talking about long-term storage, I would say, yeah, don't store it in your car. If it's for like, you got you're picking the stuff up, you're going to a buddy's house, you're staying there for the night. Yeah, sure. Why not? It's no different. You're not in the car. If you lose your, car, car. lose your car. What about your neighbor's car? <laughs> what if you're behind hey, uh, your Bob, payment? you uh, got the key to this thing. What if you're behind on your car payment? <laughs> <laughs> then I definitely wouldn't because not only are you going to lose your car when they come to repo that, you're going to lose a couple hundred bucks for the fireworks, especially if you bought them from Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And I think, uh, all right, here we go. With This one's from also from PyroU. John Salzman says, here's an interesting one. What's your favorite quiet near silent cake? 
Fish and Water is always a classic. Silent Movie is awesome. One of my faves. And then he drops a link to the YouTube video. I thought about you guys when I read this because you guys tend to use a lot of the silent effects more than I do. So <laughs> I wanted to get your get your taste. Ooh, so I, I like... Um, Sky Comet. My favorite... Yeah, that's a really good one too. I can't lie. But the one I really like is, then I can't seem to find it. Nobody has it. So if someone out there knows who carries Shogun Split Shot, please let me know. I have two cases. What kind you of don't. what effect is that? Nah. <laughs> uh, it's a double break, like a bow tie, horsetail kind of thing. I oh, used cool. them in uh, Skywars. I don't know if you remember that they were huge. You did mm. Skywars. You're fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> is it so? When you say, is it like a peanut shell? Is it like a double insert in each? No, no. It's 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 one it's one tube. It's just um or one it's, insert. So it's, it's just like bow tie blast with a bow tie, and then it goes to a horsetail. Wait, what's uh what caliber is it? Uh, third millimeter. Really. And it's got, you said double breaks though. So it does no, have. No, it, 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 so it breaks like in a, like, um, kind of like the raccoon eject kicks, how they're double break. Yeah. Know, one goes one direction, one goes the other, but it's just one break. Oh, it's a, oh, oh it's a bow it's tie. A bow tie. Bo, that's it's what a I said. Bow tie, yeah. horsetail kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you bow said tie horsetail. <laughs> bow tie blast is probably similar to that. Huh. Two I rows like, out of the entire cake. Yeah. I like Spirit's Horsetail, 92nd Z Horsetail. I really like that one. The one that just I just like that effect because it lasts a long time in the sky. So the longer it lasts, you know, that those lasting effects really allow you to use those quiet cakes for what they really are. If it bursts up real quick and just goes away, it's like doesn't really do anything. As far as quiet effects, I don't know, like, you know, beyond Beyond horsetails, uh, beyond falling. Actually, I don't even know if you could call you call, like falling leaves and horsetails both. Like even though they are very light breaking, I I don't know that I would call them silent effects because I mean they're still they're still breaking. But I, like I still consider them softer product to use in slower segments. Well, I mean, when he said fish and that kind of stuff, that still has to break. Yeah. Right, hundred percent. And I thought the, mm. I thought the same thing too. I'm like, I, I almost wonder if, if he was talking about not so much quiet and silent as, as in you know something that was just a little lighter. I mean, you're always going to have anything that lifts in any kind of aerial effect that that lifts is going to have pop to it anyway. So I don't know that it's going to be quiet or silent. I mean, if you're looking for truly silent or truly quiet, I mean, you almost have to go with like ground effects type stuff, right? Something flame that doesn't pot. lift, right? Yeah, flame pots and strobes and... Um, My new favorite's Chasing Comets by Epic. Is that uh, um, the same thing as Sky Comet, isn't it? Oh, it's better. It's better. It's better? How is it better? It's more better. better. It has more stars. <laughs> it's got more stars. It's got, it's got better it's, color. It's got blue... Some white strobes and uh, I don't know what you would call that. It almost looks like a red. It almost looks like red, white, and blue, but it's just like a uh, yeah. It's, it's got, got that glittery effect to it too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just a really really nice, well made. Check Always it out like at fireworks forever. 
There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start charging fucking Marcus for this stuff, man. I'm going to start sending him a bill. He's going to delete your account again. <laughs> well, every time yeah. he deletes the account, we get the new customer discount, spent right? plenty of money there. Huh. Uh, all right, let's dollar. see. What do you, you guys know that cake that he made reference to? I didn't watch the video, that silent movie cake. You guys. I do not know. Movie cake? Yeah. I do not know. Oh, it's the, the, no, the name of the cake is silent movie. That's what he said. I, yeah, no, well, I that's what I was that saying. One. I was like, are you guys familiar with that? I don't know if I've ever oh, heard of no. it. All right. Okay. Just wondering. All right. Let's see. Okay. Next one. Uh, is this last one? Yeah, this is the last one. All right. This is from uh, by Taco. Huh, Scott. It's by Taco. Mm-hmm. What's it do? Wait, what? He's talking about the that cake silent movie. Oh, okay. Either that or he's trying to guess what question I'm no, going to read next. A, and the word taco is not in this person's name. <laughs> it's it's by taco. What is it? God, the I kind of want a taco now. It, it <laughs> looks like, uh, I guess, what do you call that? Not a horsetail, but the other one. Falling leaves? <sighs> no. I guess they want to call it a horsetail. Like a bursting oh, brocade. Shit, you guys make me- That's right. Break the yeah, loud they're, keyboard calling it, out. they're calling it a horsetail. Silent movie firework. All right, glittering minds, color comments with tails, brocade horsetails, glittering flowers, willow tails, and more. But wait, there's more. Uh-huh. I don't see silent movie fight. You said it's a taco. It's GM one nine two. GM one ninety two. That didn't pop up anywhere. It's on our spirit. It's on our website. It's not, they don't have it on YouTube. GM192 well, is on YouTube because okay, our video is from YouTube. That was weird. I looked, I Googled it. And it it's like mines, up. the color comments, and then it's or a strobing horse uh, bees. Those are bees, aren't they? Oh, uh, this looks like, so it's a strobing. Stro- and then it's horse tails. Like a brocade, like a brocade tail with colored tips. Mines so red and green tips. Blue comments row. with gold strobe tail. And then that's falling leaves. It's got a mixture of everything. Kind of reminds me of uh, it's, it's like a, yeah, it's, like a it's like a strobing. Um, it's like a strobing. Pretty. Starts yeah, yeah. as like strobing uh, waterfall, but then it's like there's bees in there too. I thought we were supposed to play on our phones or the computer when we're doing this podcast. Wasn't that one of the rules? Uh, you know, you're just says the guy that can't articulate <laughs> shit when he's talking to people. I thought I did a really good job of uh, explaining exactly what those effects were. I think Jamie did too. So now like you do the same thing, pull it up. And then I'd love to, I'm going to take notes on what I'm going to take notes as to what words you use to describe a firework to people. It's pretty. What was the name of the firework? It's <laughs> <laughs> the GM192 silent movie. Uh, All right, Bo, I'll play. Challenge accepted. Finish him. Finish him. <laughs> <laughs> See, this doesn't count, though, because we already described what it was. So, like, you well, got all the buzzwords. This, I'd be, this would be a good cake to AJ break up brain. because it has mm-hmm. comments with mines with a meteor top to it. Yeah, it reminds me. Followed the by, cake. I'm colorblind. I'm guessing those are red strobing horsetails with a slight go-getter effect to them. Well, I'd say those are, that's I'm the bees. I'm going to call those bees. 
Yeah, it's the fuse. Those fuse bees. He said bees. <laughs> and then it goes, what, uh, a mine to... Oh, I tell you what, like the, the lift on each one of those inserts is really... It's kind of been consistent in this video. Well, it is a consumer cake. <laughs> Let's not start that shit again. <laughs> okay. Oh, All I right. do like the oh. last shot though. That glittering. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that's nice. That's what I was trying chasing. Or no, what was it? My, hive mind is what that reminds me of. Hive mind. I don't know that I know that one. It's another cake that has a lot of effects in each row. Good cake to break up that I can never find in stock. Just take out stock. Monster That's Bash. Like a, that almost looks like a charcoal-based like charcoal break. That last one was Waterfalls. Yeah, that Nishiki charcoal. And it's got. It's definitely got metals in it, though, because it's it's shimmery, but there's a lot of orange. And if I AJ can't, could describe the color. Be great. <laughs> Gold and shiki glittering. That's what I would say. Okay. I'm bored with tormenting. Pretty. Did you say torment? Yeah, I'm bored with tormenting you. It wasn't as <laughs> funny as I thought. It, it wasn't as funny as I thought it was gonna be. I know, right? right? What right. are you talking about? Let's see. Okay, talking last about monster bash. Last, <laughs> see, I'm not we're not watching that though. We were watching silent movie. Uh, next question. Next question. <laughs> and the last question from also from Pyro U, Scott Plowman. Uh, that's a cool name. Uh, says, I have quite a few 15 shot fan slices. Can I use cinder blocks to hold them up? Why not? I'd say absolutely. I'd say for sure. 100%. If you want that's to walk around cinder blocks, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're. Pretty easy to do. I mm -hmm. did that for I think oh shit before I before I bought any of those uh, slice racks from Pyro Boom. Um, I think I just used cinder blocks. I, it's super easy. I use those at the lake too. You use them for your anchors. Mm -hmm. <sighs> it's good for just about anything. Those if you're looking for something heavy, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you know something to put for your trailer for the front lift. <laughs> It's a multi-use tool. That's right. Absolutely. Or right, someone makes you like really mad, you throw it at them. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Carry your luggage, splash cakes. <laughs> Bo's going to delete your account now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. All right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Center blocks for slices all day long. Yeah, for sure. I think so. I mean, even, even a support, you know, wedge in a cake. I wouldn't have a problem with that. It's no different than sandbags. I mean, like when the times that I used cinder blocks and I had slices that blew out, it was pretty awesome because the cinder blocks didn't move at all. I mean, they kept everything nah, they're not, pinched and they're not going nowhere. And it was it was wonderful. I mean, you went over like that. It was terrible because the slices surrounding the slice that blew out absolutely devastated. You can just go back to a, a mess, um, and then. Obviously, your position and your show kind of gets screwed up, but beyond that, was, as far as it was a, solid a cool hold, effect, right? Yeah, as far <laughs> as a, a cool solid effect. hold, I have no issues with it. And actually, when I was um, when I used those at an OPEG show uh, years ago, uh, it was a 20th anniversary show. 
the fire marshal came out and he took a look at it and he's like, wow. He's like, I, he's like, I was touching those and trying to move them. He's like, I can't believe how stable those were. I'm like, yeah, well, the yeah. locks are pretty heavy, man. So here, I got a good one. I just saw online right now. Oh man, I went to the top. All right. This is uh, on fireworks enthusiast, Sam Jones. Says the bottom of the canister shell got wet. Let it dry or throw it away. Mm. <laughs> I'd get rid of it. Yeah. Not worth uh, the risk of a Kato. Mm. And actually, looking at what he's trying to cover up on that, um, yeah, on that label, I would definitely get rid of that. Do Anytime not shoot that you have a wet shell. firework, you shouldn't shoot it in a display. It should be disposed of properly and safely. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, why is that funny? I mean, because I know you. What does that mean? You can soak that stuff. I mean, if I'm 300 feet away from a fire pit that's ignited by a control module, that's safe. (laughs) Yeah, we did that for we did that for Octoblast um, to get rid of trash. We had a burn pile, and it was way out in the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere. Yep. I mean, you had it worked fine. 50, yeah, you had a 50 foot hill and you had somebody yelling, fire! Uh-huh. So they had to go put that out. Um, <laughs> you know, some uh, some fire marshals will just flat out, like they'll they'll soak stuff um, if they want to get rid of it or, you know, they'll have the text soak stuff to get rid of it and then you can just trash it after that. The, uh, uh, like we had a, we had an issue at this past OPAG show with Moist Black Match and yeah. the black match would not take fire for the life of like the sixes. We had all these sixes that were just completely moist on the black match. So they would take a little bit of fire and then they just kind of like fizzle for a second and then stop. I had some uh, 62s that were moist and the lift charge and they just were basically really large ground shells. <laughs> <laughs> so wet black powder, get rid of it. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. It's better to be safe than sorry. It's one thing if it's, if it's a fuse or, you know, like that instance that I was talking about with a black match at that point, you can try to channel the fire directly into the leader to get that thing to go. Because, you know, once that black match enters the leader, it's going to go. But the minute that it's the, the lift charge, then that's a potentially catastrophic situation. You're either going to get a low break or heaven forbid you get some kind of hang fire in the lift. And then, you know, the tech or whoever's nearby or God forbid, if you're hand firing, you know, uh, we're best case scenario. You got a blown out rack with nothing else in it. And then, you know, you just got a mess on your hands or worst case, you have neighboring product that's in those guns that could be affected by it. So and you don't want to hurt anybody. I was just thinking about something. Is a Roman, I'm just going back kind of far to the other question. Is a Roman candle technically a quiet effect? Yeah, I would say so. Then I, mean, I would if, recommend. If neg- yeah, if we're negating like lift, then, and you're just talking about something that's non-breaking, fuck yeah, Roman candles all the way. Unless you got a Roman candle with a report. This mm-hmm. is true. This is true. So it, it just depends. I mean, you got Roman candle with a crackle. You got Roman candles that just shoot pretty balls. I love that effect though. With Flaming Roman, balls. With Roman candles. 
when, you know, cause you can kind of shape those things. And especially if you can get like a really rapid fire sequencing of a bunch and of a consumer candles. Yeah. Well, are we talking the Gatlin gun that opaque Gatlin gun. or are you talking like the, uh, the Gatlin gun you know, like a Roman candle Roman bucket. Candles. Yeah. Roman candle <laughs> buckets are like a, just a, a big mess of Roman candles taped together and then, you know, lit to go off at the same time and create that really cool stream of color. That stuff. Just I thought love. it was in a fire pit. Kidding. I was thinking more like using them in a show, <laughs> but sure. <laughs> It is I, a show. I, it's the after show. <laughs> so I just got a text message and I, I don't know. I'm going to send it to you guys first because I don't want to say it without, because then you'll have to edit something. So I'm going to send it to you guys. And then if you think it's okay, then let me know and I'll ask it. Okay. <laughs> first is not editing what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's totally fine. Right. There. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause that, that's, that gives that whole, like, you know, drama effect like what was he talking about he's gonna tell me exactly (laughs) the questions my question is who had the funniest joke we talked about this that was at the beginning where were you we said that chad had the funniest joke oh i didn't know that we were recording hmm what do you mean you didn't know we were recording? What is it said this? recording. What are we talking about? Oh, AJ's <laughs> AJ's talking shit again. No. What are you talking yeah, about? AJ's talking fucking shit again. I just got a text from Marcus. Heard you were doing a podcast and was told uh, not to bow you. <laughs> Have a great fourth. And there's a video of him deleting my account. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day that he does. That's probably like the third or fourth time that you guys have goofed him into like, oh, you need to do that thing where you take a video, you deleting most accounts. It's so funny to watch him get riled up. Well, what's going to happen is he's going to do this one day and then I'm going to get a bill for fireworks. that's just fucking astronomical. And then I'm going to be like, oh, remember when you were goofing? Were you really goofing or did, uh, you know, I offend you and then you decided to just keep my tiered pricing there? <laughs> Check the uh, the Rhythm Facebook post. <laughs> Are you going to send this question or what? I sent it to you already. When? I just it's looked in the Rhythm. I just looked in the Rhythm post. It's a picture. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't get it. And I... Are you talking about doing, the, the one that Marcus sent? Yeah, because I said doing a... Before that, I said we're doing a podcast and I said, do you have okay. any questions? I'm going to let you oh, I'm gonna let you think about this for a second. I yeah, exactly. Right. I'm going to let you think funny. about this for a it second before, before I... Because we know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why it's funny. God. Oh my God, what a waste of four minutes. <laughs> oh my God. It's four minutes. I'm waiting for a super like serious like, a like a gray area question and then I, I read... Fireworks videos. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I read that. I'm like, no, of course you can't. Why? You can't ask that question. All right. And and just because, Marcus, when you listen to this, why? I, I don't. <laughs> Unless you had to. You would if you had to. Yeah. Before, yeah. Fuck, you would not. No, yeah. you lying sack of shit. You would too. If you had to yeah. shoot Sky Wars at the end of this year, and they yeah, were the only people. Now. Don't let the it only situation the only he people had if he had no choice would none if he had no choice but it's too inconvenient for him 
no, I just wouldn't. But on a side note, since Chad won the contest. And what does he win? He oh, wins man. a new car. Full of fireworks. Full of fireworks. Full of fireworks, Chad. You win a free Chad session to how to build a gerb. <laughs> Chad's texting me, hey, can you bring all your modules? Just in case I need more. Okay, we need to cut this off because I got stuff to do, boys. We're going to call this a day. Uh, Is there anything that uh, you guys have to say before we just end it? Let's go out there and have fun, boys and girls. Be safe out there. Light them up. Yep, be safe. Make sure you come home with all your fingers and toes. Make sure everybody that around you is being safe as well. Keep an eye on people that might be kind of new or helping you that's new you know become that teacher and that safety officer at the same time but have fun light it up that's right be good take care of your uh take care of your people make sure they take care of you be safe don't do anything stupid and uh you know we all love fireworks and we want fireworks to remain legal in the states in which they are illegal the states that just made them legal we want to make you know, we don't want the state to have any regrets now. So just don't be a dumbass. Be good. And um, most of all, be safe and have fun. And, you know, do something different and be creative. I think that's the most official ending we've ever had. Jamie, I love that demeanor that you take on when it's time for final thoughts, by the way. What does that mean? Yeah, you know I exactly. Do, I you don't. Bullshit. I don't you do either. too. If you go back, <laughs> go back and listen to every single podcast that we've done. When it's time for Jamie's final money? thoughts, no. When Jamie, he, when it's time for Jamie's final thoughts, he goes, "All right, so you did, 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 did. You got to do this. You got to do this. No, 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 no. I mean, it's dead nuts on." Every Jamie final thought is oh like you God. can put it on and I'll put it in one of those cards that you open, you know, where it, well, you see, now you need to make him his own thing. Jamie, it's focus time. <laughs> That's it's focus time. Final thoughts with Jamie. Final. Yeah. You something like, like some of that little, like emotional music. Meditation moments with Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> final thoughts with Jamie. <laughs> oh my God. He needs meditation sometimes. <laughs> Squirrel! <laughs>